Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Bananas Podcast. How are you doing? I am doing okay. I was doing a little bit better before, but um, <laughs> I recorded a podcast and I listened to it halfway through, and it had this weird crackling noise throughout it, and um, <laughs> I was so annoyed with it. I was like, I can't put this up. This is just annoying. If I'm annoyed, other people will get annoyed by this sound. So I'm re-recording, uh, which is kind of frustrating because I kind of liked the podcast. Uh, I thought it was a pretty interesting one, but I don't know. I, I want it all to go natural. I don't want it to sound rehearsed, so I'm not going to you know, repeat everything I already said because to me it will just, I don't know, <laughs> It will sound like I'm reading it from somewhere. Um, I do have some notes. I was listening to uh, my podcast uh, that I uploaded last week. And um, because I'm, I'm really new to this, uh, I just kind of went everywhere and nowhere. Um, that's kind of the danger, I, I think, of just having this mic in front of you and uh, just winging it. <laughs> so my sister bless her, gave me a little bit of feedback and said, maybe you should put down some notes. It will make it easier. So that's what I did this week. Yay. Um, I think first and foremost, I have to start with congratulating Leonardo DiCaprio with his Oscar, because we all know that now our lives are complete. So congratulations. So last night at... Hmm, I think it was 2 or 3 a.m. Uh, I have four hours of sleep, guys, and I actually feel pretty good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 3 a.m., I think it was something like that, and I was looking at uh, studies. I was looking at university. Uh, I personally don't know if I could do university uh, because it's a lot different from what I did before, but I wanted to see what my options were. And one thing that I thought was very interesting was uh, sociology. Sociology. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. Sorry if I'm butchering that. I try. I try. Um, and they were linking from the website from the university to uh, colleges or classes that were giving, given by uh, a teacher at the University of the Netherlands. And uh, it was a teacher called Dr. Bart van Heringhuizen, Heringhuizen. Uh, he teaches sociology, and sociology is pretty much uh, looking at the behavior of people over time um, and why we behave the way we do. Um, I think that's pretty interesting, uh, a pretty interesting subject. So I was excited to kind of look what uh, his classes were about. And I thought his classes were very interesting. They are in Dutch. I will link them in the description. Description. Wow. I will link them in the description for you to watch. But it's very interesting. And he talks about... Um, he starts talking about uh, the roles we take as women. Now, I'm a woman myself. <laughs> so I found this very interesting to listen to. And I guess that's kind of what I want to talk to you about. Um, I think it is important as a woman, but also as a man, to be, I don't know, to be aware 
uh, of what's going on with that, with gender roles and and how those are created and how we fall into them. Because it, it starts pretty early on, you know, it starts as a kid. I mean, it starts at, it starts at, at birthday parties or when you get a toy when you're a girl and you get a, a Barbie to, uh, toy or a little kitchen set. And that is the normal. That's normal. That's what you get if you're a girl. When you're a boy, you either get a, a fire truck or a police station Lego set. And we all think that's just normal. We don't think twice about this. As a child, you don't think twice about it because it's the gifts you are given and you play with them. And we sort of become biased to these gifts. You know, we get Barbie dolls, we are in a toy store, and out of 10 times you run to your Barbie dolls and think, yes, I want another. And he had a, quite an interesting point, like what will happen if we would change that up, if we would give uh, girls boy-type toys and, and boys girl-type toys, you know, what will happen to the roles that women and men play in society uh, today. Um, so it starts really early on, and this was this has been going on for years and years and years, um, where women are given a certain role or given certain tasks, um, certain things to do in life. Um, you know, it was normal to you know get married to have children and to stay home and take care of these children. Now the teacher himself, he was telling a story about his mother who in 1948 she was pregnant by him, uh, not by him, of him. <laughs> and um, he, she was called, she was a teacher and she was called into, I don't know, her boss's office. And he says, well, you know, now that you're pregnant, we're going to have to let you go because you know, you, you won't be able to be a teacher anymore because you have your child to take care of. And that was just a normal thing back then, that, you know, if you're a woman and you're pregnant, you got fired because you had to stay home and take care of your kid. It had it said nothing about the ability of how good of a teacher she was or is. It was just about the fact that she was a woman and she was having a baby. Nowadays, uh, thankfully... Um, that doesn't happen as often. I mean, if you are looking for a job as a woman and you're in your 20s, early 20s, or, you know, even the end of your 20s, uh, beginning 30s, um, if you, you know, go and to a job interview and they see this and they see maybe that you have, that you are just recently married or you have a long-term relationship, they will think twice of hiring you. And this has nothing to do with the ability of you doing your job um, or how well you can do your job or the job that they need you for. But just the fact that you are a woman and you are hmm, a risk, maybe I want to call it that, a risk that, that you could get pregnant and then you will be out of commission for a while. And um, that is... A reason enough for them to not hire you and they won't tell you this they won't call you up and be like hey we think that maybe in like three years you want to pop one out so we're just gonna not hire you they just say you know you were not the one for the job we found someone else and 
this of course is is as a woman can be very discouraging because I, I personally I'm still young I'm 23 but I I, I never say never but I I don't want children I I never really felt the need to have children or the want to have children um, I never felt that motherly instinct that some people that I know talk about um, but they can still assume that if I go for a job think you know in maybe two three years time she might want to have a kid she's gonna be out of commission for a while we're gonna need someone else and that will just be a you know will be a fuss so let's just not hire her and that as a woman it can be very discouraging to think that that is how you're seen because it's not only about them thinking oh such a burden because we're gonna need to you know I don't know take care of other stuff but also that they just see you as just that. Sorry if you heard noises, guys. I'm just hitting the table and moving stuff along. I should really just try and sit still. Um, <laughs> it's hard for me. Um, it's kind of sad that they see you as just that, as someone that is bound to have children because you're a woman. That's just, I mean, men have children too. I mean, yes, they might not be nine months pregnant, but they also have kids did I say women too <laughs> I meant kids am I am I I know I can't remember what I said anyway but you know men have kids too um and but they are not being discouraged of going after a certain job because well you probably won't get it because you know you're in a relationship you're recently married you might have kids in like a year maybe two and then you know that doesn't happen for men because they usually they stay at work um, because that's how it's been for a very 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 long time and so I always kind of was annoyed with the fact that that is a sort of an image that was reflected upon me um, where it was just a given that I was going to find someone I was going to get married I was going to have children, um, and that's, I'm going to stay home, I'm going to take care of these children. I'm not saying that this is not good, because I know that there are women out there who just feel comfortable in that, and I think that should be good too. I think we should support, women definitely should support, ugh, I can't talk, should support each other <laughs> um, in whatever. So if there is a woman out there that, that is like, you know, I like this. I like having, uh, you know, found someone that I love, gotten married, now I have kids, and I stay at home with my kids, and I love it. And that is, should be okay, you know, if you feel comfortable in that, if it gives you fulfillment. I, when I was even younger than I am now, I always thought, that's crazy. I can't imagine that being enough for you. I cannot imagine you... I don't know, having an, that it's enough to just have a kid and taking care of that. And that's probably because I never felt the, the want to have a kid. But I have a, a good friend of mine who said when I was younger, when I was a kid myself, I felt like I wanted to be a mother. I always played with dolls and I pretend that they were my little kid. You know, a lot of girls do this because they get dolls for their birthday and it's like, oh, look at her being a little mom with her doll. You know, it's already when you're quite young, like I said before, it's it's in there. And she always felt that want, and she still feels it very much.
And I think that's also because to her that is an ideal situation. And you can say, you know, that's something that is just what she created in her mind and that's what she sees as what her ideal life is. But you can see it as in that has been sort of programmed is the wrong word. But let's go with that because I don't really know a different word for it. That she's kind of like programmed or learned to believe that this is the best way or the most fulfilling way to live her life. Um, and But what I love is that I can talk to her about this and I can say to her, I don't want children. And she never once told me, and I truly believe that she does not think that. She never told me like, oh, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. You know, how? what are you going to do to make yourself feel complete? You know, if you don't have children, then what are you here for? She and I, to each other, we are very much understanding that that's the way she wants to live her life. And that is um, going to give make her happy, at least I hope. And I'm going to live my life. And it doesn't mean that we can't support each other because because it's because it's different because we think something else will make us happy because i think that's one of the great things about people in general is that we are different even though we are very much alike we all have a lot of the same fears or i don't know feelings but in that aspect we 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 can be very different about what we want or what we see ourselves like in the future and i think that's i love talking her about it and I, i've talked about it about her about it to her multiple times because I'm always so fascinated with where does this idea come from that this is what you want to do but also from my side where did this come from that I don't want children is it just because I want to kind of rebel against this idea that this that is what I'm here for that's what I'm on this earth for just to like I don't know procreate but I know it's not I know because I I, I see a kid of course and I think oh that's a cute baby I mean but I don't feel the need, like, I want to hold that baby, and I want to squeeze it, and I want to just be with it. I'm just like, no, it's it's fine right there. It's fine for me to just look at it, and that's fine. Because I never just, I never had that, and I, I, I don't think I ever will. Um, but I, uh, I'm not saying never, but, you know, it's, I think when it comes to that, it can change, you know, you can, I can meet someone and, and all of a sudden just want to think, oh, I want to have a kid with this person. That could very well happen. But um, but I love having conversations with her about it, or anyone really, about, um, about that. And I think it's so important for women to support each other and whatever. So, um, and to communicate about that and be open to, to everyone and their opinion. And I think that's important. So talking about these roles, um, another interesting thing is uh, when we, of course, talk about feminism. And I, I think I think I'm a feminist. I, I don't mind saying I'm a feminist because to me, feminist is one simple thing. It, it just means one thing. It's equality between men and women. That's it. That's, for me, personally, that is the meaning of feminism. That is the original meaning of feminism. Now a lot of people added stuff on and things that they want to for it to mean, but simple, just straightforward, it means equality between men and women. And um, you know, it, I think it's important to uh, 
say that or or educate people about this and and just state that this that is what it means and i know that over the last couple of years um it has been taken out of content a context and it's been used in ways that it's <laughs> it's not meant to be used um and I was talking with my sister and her boyfriend at a at a birthday party. Yeah, it was the greatest, greatest birthday party ever, right, sis? Uh, but we were talking about feminism. I mean, that's just a great subject to talk about on a birthday. And we were talking about how uh, a teacher um, in a class said that, if I recall right, that she was not a feminist because she believes that women put themselves in the position of or self in the position that they put them in so the fact that they that there is an inequality there is because women let themselves be put there and she said that in front of a class and she stated it sort of as a fact that that is what happened women it's a women's fault you know if we want to say it like that that this is that there is an inequality and as a teacher, you have a, bitty, a, a pretty big um, impact and influence, definitely on, on, on children. I mean, there are a certain age where they're, they're very, I don't know, not vulnerable, but impressionable. And what you tell them then in that class might be something they will take with them for the rest of their lives or will shape them or will form an opinion um, that might not be right. Definitely not if you bring your own opinions in it. Because if she was a teacher, and I don't want to say a good teacher because I'm not a teacher. I, I, I don't think I have, a, I have a little idea what a good teacher is. But but I think if she, she should have just said and stated, if she wanted to talk about feminism, feminism means equality between, a men, between men and women. That's it. And of course, you can give a little bit of the back history. You can say that uh, a lot of people put different meanings to it now. That is, those are facts. That's what's happening. But by putting in your own opinion there and saying it's women's own fault that this is the situation that they're in, that is, as a woman, I think that's kind of a horrible thing. And me and my sister were pretty pissed off. Like, how can you say this as a woman? How can you say this, that this is our own fault, that we are doing this to ourselves? And that was crazy to us. It was crazy to us that that is what you truly believe. And that's what I mean with, with supporting each other in what we want to do. You know, if, if you want to get married, have children, and take care of them, and stay at home, and, and do whatever, fine. That is your right to do so. I am not saying that you can't do that. I'm not saying that if you do that, you're not, you know, you're putting yourself in that in in that position. So you're asking for inequality. No, we need to support each other in whatever we want to do. The fact that I don't really want children, but I I, I just like the idea of working and traveling and doing my own thing, that should also be okay. And women should say to each other that's okay because that's your life that's cool let's talk about this let's why do you want to do this and why do i want to do this and why do we have these different ideas and where's this stemming from and and i think that's so interesting to do and i think if you put that to a, 
uh, a discussion in a in a class is a lot more interesting than you saying, well, you know, women they put themselves in this position, so that's why there is inequality. Um, <laughs> and I still get kind of pissed off when I just I'm saying it right here, right now, like this, because ah, how can you say that? How can you? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you're a woman or if you're a man listening to this, um, please support each other in what they want to do or how they see their lives. Even if you might not understand, you know, I don't always understand why someone wants to do a certain thing with their lives, but if it makes them happy, and if it gives them fulfillment, and if it's something that they feel they want to do, then that is their right. And I think that's great. And I think they should be able to do that and not get weird looks for that. And I think we should be able to talk about it and celebrate uh, women in their differences and in their similarities. Um, because I like being a woman. I like, I like being a woman. And of course, I don't always love the inequality. Who, who loves that? I don't. But I, I do like <laughs> talking about it. And, I don't know, fighting against it. I don't know if I fight against it. But I, I think it's an interesting thing and I think it's something that we need to be aware of and stay aware of and educate ourselves about and, you know, and talk to each other about. So that is kind of one of what I wanted to talk about today because I just find it very interesting um, how as a woman throughout your entire life you get influenced and you get things thrown at you and because I remember when I was actually a lot younger than I am now, I think I was, I was like, what, 15 maybe? I don't know. And I, I said sometimes, I don't want children. I really don't. And some friends of my mother's, they would look at me and say, just wait till you're older. You're saying that now, but just, just wait till you're older. You want kids. I mean, like everyone would want kids. They said it like this, like that, you know, like it was a fact, like... Everyone wants kids, and if you're saying you don't want them now, that's just silly. Just wait till you're older, and you will learn, and you will figure it out, and you will want them. And now that I'm 23, so that's what? Math. Oh, God. Eight years later. <laughs> and I still don't want kids. And that might change. Never say never. But I think that you can know. Why can you not know, right? And even if you do change your mind, that shouldn't have to be because what I thought then was silly. It's just what I thought then. And we can change and we can change our mind about things. That's a great thing. You learn and you evolve and you change and you grow. Yeah, I find this very interesting. So please, if you want to add something to this, uh, please comment in the comment section. And uh, I would love to hear what you think about, you know, being a woman, how it might have affected your life. Uh, in what aspects you think it affects your life and um, you know, do you consider yourself a feminist? Again, I don't want to put this you know, name upon everyone but I think every woman should be I think every man should be because um, it's just wanting equality 
So, uh, yeah, please comment if you want to add something to this. Um, I am going to end it on that. Um, what I do want to do as a little extra is do some recommendations. I thought I'd add this little section to my podcast uh, to just kind of end it on. So the first recommendation that I want to do is I wanted to tell you about a book that I've been reading uh, for the second time around because I loved it so much. And it's by, okay, I'm totally going to butcher the name. I'm so sorry. It's by Haruki Murakami and it's called Colorless Tsukuru Tazaki and His Years of Pilgrimage. And I really love this book and I've read it once uh, a while back and... Uh, what it is with Murakami is that he uses a lot of symbolism sometimes in his books and I like to read it for the second time because usually then things that might have not or might not have noticed the first time I notice the second time and things become a little more clear and I start getting him a lot more than I did before um, so that's what I like about his books is you can you can read it a second time and have a totally different experience check out that book I really, really like it. Um, and I can recommend a lot of Murakami's books. I really like Norwegian Wood. That's actually my favorite of his that I've also read for a second time a little while back. Um, absolutely love that book. It's great. Um, definitely go check that out. You have also one called Sputnik Sweetheart that I really like of his. Um, yeah, just check some of his books out. They're great. And a song I was listening to, I was just browsing the internet, why not, I do that all the time, it pretty much takes up most of my day, um, and a song just kind of got stuck in my head, and I, you know how you get a song stuck in your head, but you only know like one sentence, and you're just kind of like hearing a melody, and then the one sentence, and then a, me- a melody, <laughs> it's kind of awkward, I'm like, what is this song? And the only little, you know, Part of the lyrics that I can remember was call, uh, was uh, to be alone with you. And it just kept going on my head. I was like, okay, I gotta Google this. I mean, bless Google because I got frustrated. I'm like, I need to know what the song is because apparently it was important enough or I liked it enough for it to get stuck in my head, like, randomly. And it's an actually pretty old song from 2004 by Sufjan Stevens from his Seven Swans album called To Be Alone With You. That's literally the title. So I was very, uh, very blessed to have remembered just that part of the song because it was right there and I downloaded and I listened to it and it's not the happiest song as in it's kind of slow, but I love it. I love the feel. It's kind of a gloomy feel and uh, I really like that song. So check that out. And another song is a K-pop song because I thought I talked about K-pop in my other podcast and um if you kind of want to know a little bit more about that or you know go easy into it i'm gonna recommend a song from k-pop as well um and the song that i'm going to recommend is called zada zada uh sutter in english z-u-t-t-e-r by gd g dragon and top don't you just love the names G Dragon? Um, they are part of a, a group called Big Bang, but this is just a song by them too. And I love this song. It has a great groove to it. Again, I have no idea what they're talking about because it's in Korean, but I just love the groove. You can really just do like a, a grandpa groove to it. 
It's really great. So if you kind of want to wake up, a little bit chill, that's a good song. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. You just want to wake up chill. Wow. Am I like, what, a 16-year-old white boy? Um, anyway, so um, that is my recommendation, or those are my recommendations. Uh, check those out if you like. I'll put the links in the description. Um, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Bananas Podcast. Please comment uh, below if you want <laughs> any feedback is welcome and um if you have a subject you would like me to talk about in the podcast please feel free to put those in the comments as well so thank you so much for listening i hope you have a good day or a night whenever you are listening to this and i hope to talk to you guys in my next podcast thank you so much for listening bye guys Baby, give me some, give me, give me some, yeah. No one not go to chitty chitty tag, yeah. Can you give me some, give me, give me some, yeah? On the bomb, on the freaky freaky hair, yeah. Baby, give me some, give me, give me some, yeah. No one not go to chitty chitty tag, yeah. Can you give me some, give me, give me some? You know that, shut up. The rap, shut up. The style, shut up. They got jump, shut up. Daddy, shut up. Don't, shut up. Hannah, shut up. Hey, do you want that? Day, how I know it, call me G-O-Day. Nigga, one of them, I'm just about D-O-J.